0: You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's Tea Time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie.
1: And I'm Chelsea.
0: And you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the Geek2Geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we're going to be doing something... I don't... I say we're doing something a little bit different, but like, isn't that like every week now?
1: Yeah, but this is also kind of on brand for us. It's just like the structure is different.
0: Yeah. So after our Twilight episode, one of our listeners, Summer, um was loving the fact that like both chelsea and i were cracking up hardcore at reading the summary of the movie because neither of us had read the plot synopsis before like i didn't read them before i put them in the notes and then chelsea didn't read the notes before she was reading them on the podcast
1: professionals
0: yeah we are (laughs) but also like that's just us yeah Um, so she gave us this, like, idea where we would, like, read the plot synopsis of, like, bad movies or, like, Hallmark movies kind of thing. And then rate the movies based on that or just, like, talk about the movies. Um, and we also thought that was really funny. And let me tell you, some of the ones that we just, like, glanced at, I was already cracking up just based on the title. Yes. (laughs) Um... So we got people, we put some announcements out on social media. And so we got a bunch of movies that like I put some in personally and then I got some from Slack. Chelsea posted on um, our socials. And so we got stuff from Summer. We got stuff from a few of our other Twitter followers and I think one Instagram follower.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Tiff. Yes.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's what we're going to do. That's your future and listening to this episode. <laughs>
1: yeah so we hope you like it we hope uh if this is something that you enjoy maybe we can do a a different one with like more of a theme oh my God. um because there were so many we had so many to choose from from everyone's recommendations so we did have to cut a few but if you want us to do this again and find this interesting we will gladly do it again i
0: think it was summer like it was either last year or the year before when we did all those, like, the Christmas, the Hallmark, like, Netflix Christmas movies. We mm-hmm. watched all of them, and you didn't watch the Christmas wedding planner or whatever. And yeah. I was just describing to you what the movie was about <laughs> based on the plot and then yes. just telling you what happened. And I think it was Summer who was like, okay, well, I just need to watch this movie and have you do commentary for it because it's amazing. <laughs>
1: exactly apparently we you know describe things funny or we like read things funny or we're just weird maybe true
0: i don't know but anyways um we were not supposed to get that deep but we did but now we're gonna pull back and be like chelsea what were you doing this last week
1: (laughs) well um i've been watching a lot of movies with my mom uh she has not watched a ton of like current movies in the last few years so I've been kind of catching her up um but also just ones on Netflix so we actually watched a really good movie called Self Made it's the story of CJ Walker who was one of the first black women to create black hair hair products and she like pretty much was like dirt poor and built her like built her company from the absolute like ground up and pretty much fought her way to the top because she obviously like wasn't respected in a time that black women weren't really treated very well. And she also had competition with another girl who was creating a similar or had created a similar, similar product. Um, but hers was better and hers worked better. And she like, was a super tough woman and just fought like crazy and killed it, honestly. And it's played by Octavia Spencer. So, oh. fantastic movie. Fantastic movie. Um, some of the l- movies I've been watching this week with my mom are Lady Bird, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, A Simple Favor, and she also had me watch Songland, the show, like the TV show, Songland, and Mass Singer. ha <laughs> ha! Um, I actually really enjoyed Songland uh, because like I watched like the episode with Ben Platt and I love Ben Platt and then there was one like with Usher it's actually a pretty good show like I'm not super into reality shows um, but I just I really like the whole songwriting process and I don't know just the whole like hearing a song come together so that was really fun. And I, the Masked Singer episode that we watched was the finale. And I had realized that I could not watch an entire season of Masked Singer because I couldn't stand not knowing who these people were (laughs) the entire time. (laughs) So I like, I was just thinking to myself, like, I could not watch a whole season of this because it would absolutely drive me crazy that I don't know who these people are. But, um, so it was all revealed at the end. So I won't spoil it for anyone if anyone hasn't seen it yet, but, um, It was fun. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: (laughs) Um, I also watched the documentary uh, called 13th, which I highly, highly recommend for everyone to watch. It was made in 2016, but uh, it's just as relevant now. And we had BTS Festa for the past week, meaning we had a ton of BTS uh, content because of their anniversary. So that was a ton of fun. And yeah that is it for me katie what have you been doing this week
0: um working a lot what (laughs) i know weird right um but yeah i've been working a lot um but there's been lots of other stuff going on um we got to concert together virtually which was really fun (laughs) um we watched Bang Bang con the live so it was uh when bts does their festa right so like uh, when Chelsea and I were talking about Fe- like what you mentioned Festa, um, one of the things that they do at the end of Festa is they throw a what they call a muster, which is like this big anniversary fan meet concert that they do. Um, last year's was the Magic Shop, and like I regret all the time having not tried to get tickets to go to um, <laughs> see them in Seoul because that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did something similar, but they called it Bong Bong Con the Live. And they did, it was an hour and a half, which was far too short, Um, but it was live and it was amazing. And we got to see them perform new songs, which was so great. And then they killed us with Spring Day as the final song that they did, which they hadn't performed live since 2017. The first time they had performed it live since then was the Dear Class of 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they did it for the virtual concert which means that they probably were going to sing that song on tour which i'm like halfway glad that i didn't see them sing it do you live think they would
1: have i yeah. think they were trying to do older content because they were trying not to spoil too much of their newer content
0: well when i went to the concert last year right when i went to the love yourself speak yourself tour they mm-hmm. sang outro wings
1: Okay, well, fair enough. They probably could have then.
0: Yeah, because they already had it prepared because they sang it for the uh, Dear Class of 2020. And I'm just like, that's my favorite song of theirs. Like, oh, yeah. That one and Save Me. And I no one ever thought they'd ever hear Spring Day live. And for us to hear it twice within a week live was just like, my army fangirl heart can't handle it. I know. That's what um, but also this week my map of the soul tour merchandise arrived, which um yeah, when the doorbell rang for UPS, I was upstairs and like I hauled downstairs. <laughs> Who was that? Was that UPS? Yeah, get out of my way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Push his family away. That's down on basically the ground. <laughs> that's
0: basically what happened. Yeah. Amazing. It's all so great. Chelsea got photos of everything. Oh, my God. I I get, like,
1: a personal unboxing video slash photo shoot with you every, like, week or so, and I love it. (laughs)
0: Because every album I get, I'm always, like, Chelsea, look at this. Look at these photo cards. And I'm, like, sending you photos of, like, the insides of the album of different things. I'm, like, look at Unu. Look at him. Sends photo. (laughs) I love it, though. Yeah. It was so good. I'm really, really happy. And I got to... I hung out with Dee yesterday at a park, social distancing hangout, mm-hmm. um, and we swapped merchandise. Nice. So, now I have a giant premium photo of Jen that I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but...
1: Put it right next fun. to your bed. That's
0: right. <laughs> Behind Mr. Darcy. Yes. Um. Yeah. And then, so I watched that movie on Netflix called After, which was... Pretty interesting.
1: Oh, uh-huh. And
0: I'm really mad about how it ended and I need a sequel.
1: <laughs> it is that the one that was like a Whatpad story that got turned into books that then got turned into this movie? Dude, I have no
0: idea, because it's, like, basically about this girl who goes off to college, and she has this, like, her boyfriend is still, is, like, a senior in high school, so she was dating somebody that was just slightly younger than her, and then she meets this mysterious bad boy with a bite, with, like, the leather jacket who's British, mm-hmm. and then ends up, like, falling for him, breaking the heart of her boyfriend-slash-best friend, like... Starts hooking up with this this guy and like falls for him and then finds out that it was actually like a bet or something. So it was like the plot of she's all that just like moderned.
1: <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yes. I've heard I've heard a lot of mixed feelings about this movie.
0: It's because after is supposed to like the title is supposed to reference like her life after this person.
1: Mm, like gotcha.
0: She because she says something like after Landon is just after or something Mm, it's something like that i feel like this might be a movie that we need to review on this show possibly um i don't know selma blair's in it which was shocking wow she plays the mom
1: well if someone listening to this likes or wants us to review that movie give us a shout out Mm
0: -hmm. um let's see i also watched an entire korean drama in one day but the episodes were only like 16 minutes and there was eight of
1: them Yes, that one. I was like, wait, what?
0: Uh, Where Your Eyes Linger. It was so good. Like, I'm really upset that it wasn't longer.
1: I need to watch it for sure.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. And that TikTok that you sent me, like, that's literally (laughs) the reason I watched the show, because I saw it and the freak out that the person had, like, watching the, the, the show, I was like, what is this called? So I was, like, digging through the comments to find the name of the show. And it turns out that this is the first... It's supposedly the first Vicky original Korean show that features two main the two main characters are um gay.
1: That's awesome. Mhm. That that video that TikTok of that guy reacting, I I'm obsessed. I, I... Oh
0: My god, that was literally my reaction when it happened because I was like if this doesn't end if this ends on a cliffhanger and then it doesn't and you're like screaming. And then, yeah. <laughs>
1: Because you can 100% tell he was just ready to be disappointed, and then he wasn't, and he was just, like, straight up screaming for 30 seconds.
0: It was worth it. It was so good. It was so funny, because, like, I got about halfway through episode seven, and then I had to go eat dinner, and then I was done with dinner, and I went immediately back upstairs to finish watching the show. Mom's like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm busy. Yeah, uh, bye. (laughs) I have 30 more minutes of a show I need to watch. Um. But yeah, so I watched that. And then my mom and I wrapped up her private life. And my mom was totally against watching this show because she would start and she was like, oh, this doesn't look good. It's like slow or whatever. But then I just kept watching it while she was in the room. And let me tell you
1: she did she love this? Sh-
0: <laughs> did she love the show by the end? Yeah, she did. Did she tell me that it was okay that I kept like loving K pop things and having them? Yeah, she did, because the whole point of the show is to, it was the, um, fill your room with the things that you love Mm -hmm. that help, like, make your life happy, and I was like, that's right. Yes. That's right. My mom really liked it a lot, but watching her react to the, like, finding out that they were connected at childhood, she was like, you're joking, (laughs) and I was like, no, mom, that's what happens in these.
1: You're like, get ready
0: to see that a lot. (laughs) If it isn't memory loss, it's connection to childhood. Come on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, plus you saw that in What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, because that's literally like, they were like, oh, their life is so fine. Oh, connected to childhood.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely that trope of like, it was destiny. They were always meant to be Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of a trope. Yeah, I love it.
0: Yeah, but her private life was so good. Even the second time through, it was still like, amazing. Um, And then... I, I misunderstood what the day six online concert was supposed to be. Same. Um, basically, what they did was they posted four videos, one every fifteen minutes, of basically like songs from their lie from their recent tour, which I think is a DVD, which is why, like those clips aren't available unless you purchase the DVD.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. Um,
0: Although but they they're were still up, right? Yeah. 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 They were amazing. Oh, yeah. Loved loved every minute of it. So when there was stuff going on with KCON that I didn't care about, like, that I didn't want to watch or, like, it, whatever, I was watching the day six mm-hmm. online concert clips. I also got up at 530 this morning so that I could watch a concert that started at six in the morning and ended at 10.
1: Yeah, I totally forgot that you were doing that. And I was like... I woke up to, like, 200 messages, and I I was like, I definitely went to sleep late last night, so you guys couldn't have done this last night. (laughs) And I had woken up at, like, 8, so it wasn't even that late. I was like, what happened?
0: You were like, oh, my God, did somebody, like, did something happen in a group? Did somebody get kicked out of a group? Did something happen? And it's like, no, it's a concert. It was the concert. It was me just gushing about how cute the boys are and then how, presci- like, how precious they are and then how mm-hmm. amazing Monster X is. Yes. <laughs> That's what it was. Anyways, so don't forget to head over to geek2geekmedia.com to check out the latest episodes of the Geek2Geek podcast, geek Two, Disney Forever, Dragon Quest FM, You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, and Sometimes Rob. And don't forget to subscribe to Capsule J and Troidal Power's Twitch streams so you don't miss out when they stream their favorite games and talk about nerd stuff. And keep listening now to hear a promo from the geek to geek Media Network.
1: When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community Yep, and each other in real time, and we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.
0: And we're back. So, at like, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we're basically going to be reading the short plot or longer plots, because some of these are pretty long, um, synopsis of movies that we chose... And that our listeners chose. Um, Yeah. It's going to be funny. Uh, We definitely did not read these beforehand. So this is like a straight copy and paste deal. We may have read like the first line.
1: Yeah. Just because we got so many that we had to narrow them down a bit. So we just kind of went based off the title. And if we were unsure based on the title, we read like one line or two and there were some that we immediately were like oh yes definitely
0: <laughs> there's one where the title i was like i don't even know what this is about but we're putting it in because the title yes. of the
1: film <laughs> the title and like if even if you just glanced at it you see like a key word and we're like oh we're definitely putting that in <laughs> if it said
0: something like is a former pop store pop star or a current pop star or moves to a
1: remote village it's probably in this list exactly Okay. Um but there's we... also some like like non-hallmarky movies. I know we, when we posted on social media, um we posted kind of like to give us your hallmarky movies, but we received kind of like a wide range. Um so hope you enjoy that.
0: Uh we definitely did not plan on who was going to read each one. So you just want to go oh. one then the
1: next? Yeah, we'll do that. We didn't plan this Nope. We didn't really plan this at all. To be fair, we
0: you know what planning the podcast on the podcast is how we do things here.
1: Exactly. All right, uh, <laughs> you go first because I've seen this first movie.
0: I actually have not seen this movie, so this was given to us by Steph on Slack because Steph and <laughs> we're starting with the non-hallmarky movies because yeah. Um. So this is Mike and Dave need wedding dates. <laughs> Yes. Isn't this the Zach Efron one? Is he in mm-hmm. this one? Oh, mm-hmm. God. Okay. And I can... Oh, I'm spoiling it anyways. No, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. Um, so, Mike and Dave Stangle are young, adventurous, fun-loving brothers who tend to get out of control at family gatherings. Oh, my God. When their sister Jeannie reveals her Hawaiian wedding plans, the rest of the clan insists that they both bring respectable dates. Like just Respectable with quotes around them. <laughs> Um after placing an ad on Craigslist the siblings decide to pick uh Tatiana and Alice two charming and seemingly normal women once they arrive on the island however Mike and Dave realize that their companions are ready to get wild and party hard
1: so the two women is Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick oh, who, are both, like, <laughs> who are both like who are both crazy wild oh like, my god if not more wild than the two leads which is is
0: zach efron and
1: uh the the guy from pitch perfect the one who's like the, the treble clef guy who gets with rebel wilson's character, character. Oh. i can't think of his name I'm i
0: know awful. who you're talking about i know who you're talking about i don't need yeah. I, I know his face yeah I know his face, but I don't know his name. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Jungkook.
1: Um, so I've seen this movie, so I will tell you my rating after, but like, would you see this movie based on this alone?
0: I, okay, it's a Zac Efron movie, and you know how I feel about broy y Zac Efron, where he's mm-hmm. just like not my fave, which is probably why I haven't seen this movie, but this movie sounds ridiculous, just... I don't think I'm gonna watch it though,
1: like fair enough, fair enough.
0: Cause it sits in this like realm of movies that I probably won't watch. Like there are movies like Zac Efron's, like The Neighbors. I haven't seen those, and like some of his other
1: bro, bro style. Oh, well, there's films. there's some that are really bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say I this is a movie completely up my alley because I love Aubrey Plaza, Anna Kendrick. Ephron. Efron, um, it's also just, like, an R-rated comedy that I love, and it's chocked full of, like, really great improv comedians, and they do a lot of just, like, improv riffing in this. Like, mm-hmm. you see a lot of the bloopers at the end, and you see a lot of the outtakes, and there's one part where Zac Efron is just dying laughing, like, he's crying because... <laughs> because they're taking so many takes and they're just all so silly and funny and oh he's just gosh. dying um it is it is like i said right up my alley but i have seen it so yeah all right going on to the next one um i've also seen this one <laughs> i love this movie so much i i have i have a thing okay so <laughs> euro trip which was also given to us from from Steph. Thank you, Steph. Oh, I haven't thought about this movie in like 10 plus years.
0: What are you talking about Michelle and I totally watched this
1: before we left to go to Europe. I I have I, I have a bad memory link to it. So anyway. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Oh no, it's not like it's not like traumatic or anything. Okay. All right. After a brutal breakup at a high school graduation party, Lovelorn Ohio teen Scott Thomas <laughs> goes on a quest across Europe to find his sexy German pen pal. How do you say that Mika Mika thank you uh joining him are his brainless buddy and a pair of twins they meet up with in paris, uh including one of them, Michelle Trackenberg, who I love. Mm-hmm. Uh Scott's quest does not turn out to be easy, however, and the backpackers become <laughs> embroiled in many farcical situations. Is that how you say yeah? I think something like that. Um, as they hop from country to country. On like on that description alone, it sounds very fun. Like what it does what it totally hides is the fact that this movie is so this movie is so R-rated, and I probably watched it. I was still pretty naive, but anyway, that's fine.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so Travis Wester, who plays one of the twins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's in Supernatural, and he plays one of the Ghost Facers. So yes. Michelle and I met uh, Travis uh, Travis Barkley. Not Travis Barkley. God. Travis Wester and then um, AJ Barkley, um, who play the Ghost Facers. So when we walked up there to meet them, I'm looking at the photo because it's like hanging on my wall. Yes. right and Michelle walks up to Travis West <laughs> she looks at him and she goes you know she's like I'm so happy to meet you she's like but every time I look at you all I can think of is Euro trip and the look on his face was like what <laughs> no no
1: he was so mad about
0: that he was like no think of Supernatural not that he was like you made out with your sister man <laughs> I-
1: it was so funny to oh be fair, God. I I love randomly Matt Damon's cameo in this movie oh where he sings that song. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Freaking catchiest song ever. So, like, I will give it that. That. I love that. And, like, Cooper.
0: So, like, um, whenever, like, what is it? One of my coworkers was like, this isn't where I parked my car. And I came into the chat and was like, Cooper. <laughs> And he goes, oh, my God, thank you for knowing that. And I was like, boy, I got you. Yes. I got you. On, like, he was like, oh, this is definitely where I parked my car.
1: <laughs> this movie's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. Oh, it's, my God. It's very much of its time. My God. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because
0: it came out. I don't remember what year it came out, but it came out right at that time. And, like, all of those, like, teenage,
1: like, like, American Pie-esque yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah,
0: All those, like, rip-off movies. Like, Not Another Teen Movie. um, Scream. Not Scream. Scary Movie. um, Like, all those. Like, that time for those mm-hmm. movies where it was, like, perfect. Euro Trip, straight up. Like, <laughs> Michelle and I watched it before we, like, before I left to go to England. And I think she may have watched it, like, one more time before she left for Paris. <laughs>
1: Oh man. All right, you got the next one.
0: Okay, so the next one was also sent to us by Steph. It's Beer Fest, which is also a movie I haven't seen. Nope, neither have I. Okay, so two brothers from America happen upon a secret and centuries old beer games competition during a visit to Germany's Oktoberfest. After losing badly, they return to America, assemble an impressive team of beer of brew lovers, and return to Germany for a rematch.
1: Oh, man. I think I'd watch this. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I would. I think if it's I a might. comedy.
0: <laughs> I'm assuming it's a comedy. Like, it yeah. seems ridiculous. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd probably watch that.
1: After losing badly, they return to America. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, Lord. All right. Yeah, probably. You can read the next one. <laughs> yes. All right, so the next one is Mars Attacks, uh, which I haven't seen, and I know I'm the worst. I'm sorry. Thank I'm you, sorry, Steph. I'm sorry, what? I, yeah, I haven't seen this.
0: Eamon would be so disappointed. Eamon's always
1: disappointed. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. Eamon knows I haven't seen this. Um, yeah, so this was also sent in by Steph, and a fleet of Martian spa- spacecraft... Sur- oh, did I read that right? A fleet of Martian spacecraft
0: probably should have an s there but i'm okay. not it's not my grammar <laughs> okay <laughs> at
1: least at least i'm not being tripped up by my brain okay uh surrounds the world's major cities of all of humanity waits to see if the extra extraterrestrial visitors have as they claim come in peace u.s president james dale receives assurance from science professor donald klesser or Kesser, kessler kessler Okay, I'm just royally screwing this up. I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> that the Martians mission is a friendly one, but when a peaceful exchange ends in the total annihilation of the US Congress, military men call for a full scale nuclear retaliation. All right. Well based on based on the description, I I think I would. I think I would watch that. This is one
0: of those movies that like everybody was in. Like Pierce Brosnan, Jack Nicholson, um, Michael J. Fox is in this movie.
1: Oh wow. Um
0: okay. and there's like a bunch of other like well-known actors and stuff. I think Tom Jones is in this too. Okay. Like the singer. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's in this movie. But I was dying over like the And they said, like, oh, they come in peace. I was like, oh, they made the international sign of the donut. Like, they just did a big circle, and then they kill
1: everybody. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, I've heard, like, insanely good things about this movie, so I think that would add to it as well. It's
0: ridiculous. Um, It's so funny, though. Awesome. Your turn. Oh, God. Okay, so the (laughs) next one was... Like somebody had to do this one. Like at the end of the day, like someone had to send it to us, which happened to be Ninja over Slack, which is the room. (laughs) The room. I can happily say that I have not seen this movie.
1: I have not seen most of
0: it. I've seen clips. Same. And my sister has told me about it. My co workers love this movie and they quote it all the time. I think it's Dustin's favorite movie at the like, I honestly think it is. Um, The Room is a 2003 American romantic film (laughs) drama film written, produced, and directed by Tommy Wiseau, who stars in the film alongside a bunch of other people. So the film centers on a melodramatic love triangle between amiable banker Johnny, his deceptive fiancé Lisa, and his conflicted best friend Mark.
1: This this plot description does not do this film justice at all and like that's that's coming from two people who have not seen this full movie (laughs) it's
0: like you saw the movie that was made about this movie
1: yeah the beautiful disaster and like Eamon has read the book on it and he's told me like practically shot by shot all about this movie we quote it constantly um It is, like, a funny movie if you've never heard of this movie. Please, please, please go look it up. Um, You don't even have to watch the movie. Just, like, watch clips or people, like, talking about it online. It's ridiculous. Um, Yeah. Shall we move on to the next one?
0: I've also seen... I've seen Tommy Russo in person. I walked by him at Comic-Con, stopped, backed up sneaked a photo and then moved on.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's he's definitely someone like you wouldn't like you wouldn't miss, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's 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 maybe one day I'll see this movie if somebody makes me see it. Like I know that like I was totally against seeing what we do in the shadows until Brian made me watch it and now I'm obsessed with
1: that movie, so I think this movie would be really, really good to see in a theater with like people who love this movie who are like like Rocky Horror style.
0: Oh, okay, you yeah, know what I mean because they do yeah.
1: have those screenings. Oh my god! So, hundred percent. If I am gonna watch this movie, I will watch it that way. Okay. Yeah. All right. The Babysitter's Seduction. <laughs> Michelle Winston is happy to babysit for the Bertrand family. And when the mother of the family is found dead in an apparent suicide, Michelle devotes all her time for caring for her husband, Bill. However, she soon finds herself being set up. All right. Well, that's not like a crazy plot, but that sounds like interesting.
0: It has, um, Carrie Russell plays the babysitter.
1: Ooh very good and
0: like inappropriately since this guy is like not great it's the the dad the dad who the guy who plays bill is the dad from seventh heaven
1: oh yikes okay yeah yikes
0: <laughs> but i really like back this is a lifetime movie so like lifetime does those like those like <sighs> i'm those trying to
1: very like f- not flashy what's the word
0: they're like the thriller ones almost but like they yeah. always almost feature like a person who's supposed to be like a teenager like like the pregnancy pact was also a lifetime oh movie god. and like oh my
1: god yes they're always we like the... put that on.
0: <laughs> I didn't put that one on here <laughs> but this one was like I actually like I mean because I saw this like years ago um but it's it's like this girl who's trying to be a good babysitter and then gets seduced by the husband After his wife mysteriously dies and she's tried to take care of the kids. And then, like, then, like, she almost dies because she finds stuff out. And there's, like, a part where she, like, escapes through the attic and, like, jumps into the pool and, like, fakes, dies and, like, all kinds of stuff. It's, like.
1: 100% there are, like, two types of Lifetime movies. There's, like, the sweet, like, romantic ones. And then there's these ones.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I like these ones. I'm not going to lie. Oh yeah, these ones are
1: fun, for sure.
0: I put another one on here that's like that. That's that's from ooh. Lifetime. That's like probably legitimately like one of my favorite Lifetime movies. When Very we good. get there. When we get there. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like we both go ooh. Okay. So this next one, I've seen this movie and Summer also is the one who suggested this one and I had already put it on my list before I had um like Seen her list? Yeah, seen her list. So I was like prepared for this. Awesome. Um, also, I walked into Target, saw this sitting there, and I was like, ooh, I'm buying this. And the reasons yes. why is because this movie is called Unleashing Mr. Darcy. And <laughs> I am destined to own any sort of spin off of Pride and Prejudice. Yes. It's my goal, and it's a goal I have in my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. In this modern-day spin on Pride and Prejudice, Emma, uh, Elizabeth Scott is fishing for a direction in her life and gets the opportunity to professionally show her Cavalier King Charles Spaniel in a fancy New York dog show. <laughs> dog show judge Donovan Darcy... Oh my god,
1: yes!
0: <laughs> ...comes across as aristocratic and rude, and a chain of misunderstandings unfold during the competition complicating their mutual attraction. In true Jane Austen fashion, Elizabeth and Donovan begin to see the error of their ways, and it turns out Mr. Darcy is far more kind and interesting than Elizabeth ever imagined. Shocker. (laughs) I had no idea what this movie was about. All I saw was Mr.
1: Darcy on the cover, and I bought it. I mean, I don't blame you. 100% 100% I would watch this movie. <laughs> and when you
0: come over, like, eventually, like, when we can hang out in person, girl, we're gonna watch this movie.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it sounds so, 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 so cheesy, and I am so here for it.
0: <laughs> also, there's a sequel to this movie called Marrying no. Mr. Darcy. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: love it originally
0: had it on this list but that was like nah nah just one just one
1: (laughs) yes and also we have a lot (laughs) yes okay keep going okay a princess for christmas and this was from tiffany but you were also you were also going to put this one on as well?
0: It was already on the list, and then she sent it. To, she sent this suggestion on Instagram, and I, like, DM'd her, and I was like, girl, I already had this on the list, and she goes, that's why we're friends.
1: <laughs> yes. A young woman travels to Europe to stay in a beautiful castle for the holidays at the invitation of an estranged relative, and finds herself falling for a dashing prince. Aw. I'd watch it. I wish yes. the description was a bit longer.
0: Um, the actress that's in this plays... A, uh, uh, she's in Supergirl. She plays... Oh. The... Luther. Like, the, the girl.
1: I forget what oh. her first name is. Oh, Katie. Oh, no. Oh, my God. She plays Lena. Lena right? Luther, Yeah. Lena she plays Luther. Lena,
0: Lena Luthor. Katie McGrath?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I was like, I know it's Katie, but, like... All right, yeah, I love her. Love yeah. her.
0: Yeah, I she was in Merlin in the TV show Merlin, the uh-huh. BBC show, uh-huh. and I love. That's the reason I watched this because I saw it on. I think it was. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh I want to say or Netflix. I came across it. I was like, "Ooh, I know that girl from Merlin," and I watched it. And I was like, "God, this movie's bad." My mom's like, "What are you watching?" And I'm like, "This really awful movie," but I need to finish it to see what happens. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, just because she's in it, I'm like 100% sold, but it does sound good. Yeah. It's it's like
0: good like a Christmas princess good.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Right. Except be- she probably takes better notes than um <laughs> Oh, is she a journalist? <laughs> I don't remember. What her job is. I can't I can't. I can't deal. I can't. I can't. <laughs>
1: There are uh-huh. only four jobs they're allowed to have, Katie. She know. has to be.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. All right. This is this next one is legitimately like when I don't have any other movies to watch, I'm watching this. And I probably like I was super disappointed when they took it off of Netflix that I bought the DVD so I could keep watching it.
1: <laughs> I believe that.
0: <laughs> I love this movie and ninety- 90- Nine point nine percent of the reason I love this movie is because Brendan Fair is in it. You know the guy who yes. plays Michael from Roswell. Yes, that's the biggest reason why I like this movie. Anyway, I mean, that's
1: like half of the reason why we watch these some of these movies for sure. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. Okay, so this is called A Christmas Kiss. Okay, there are sequels to this, by the way. I've seen I'm all sure. of them <laughs> because <laughs> girl goes full and deep. Okay. An aspiring designer impulsively kisses a man she meets in a lift. What is this, British? It's just not British. (laughs) Whoever wrote it was British. Okay, because this movie legitimately takes place in Boston. Give me a break. Anyways, (laughs) only to discover he is her boss's boyfriend. (gasps) Oh she, no. <laughs> she is given the task of decorating his house for a lavish Christmas party but begins to fall in love with him while he does not remember their previous encounter.
1: Oh wow, great guy.
0: <laughs> and you know what? It's not like she looked any different. She just has some makeup on. It's like it's like a it's like a Cinderella story about like with oh Christmas. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: where she's just wearing like the mask that covers her eyes and yet he's like
0: who are you that's exactly what happens oh my god and she's like dressed like a sugar plum fairy or whatever that's what her friend like makes her up as Mm -hmm. and she just like has lots of glitter on and like he can't recognize her of course she's like oh my god it's you and he's like hey what's up i don't know you
1: imagine she just like gets glitter and just like shoves it on her face and is like there remember (laughs) she should have but um so brennan
0: fair is in this and then also the one of the girls in this movie so like she has two best friends right one of the girls plays jane in a lizzie bennett diaries which is also part Mm. of the reason i watched this movie because i loved her yes um but i highly recommend watching this movie because it's actually not bad like not a super bad movie but it like has all those super like predictable plot points. hundred percent. Oh, he doesn't remember her. Oh, it's like Superman just puts on the glasses. Boom, Clark Kent off glasses.
1: Oh, Superman. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it is.
0: I'm so sorry. Oh. Okay, next one.
1: All right. Simply irresistible. This comes from Morgan, friend of the podcast. Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um. After her mother's death, mediocre. <laughs> I know she's a chef. It's also
0: one of the jobs that these people
1: have. I just, but that is like mediocre. <laughs> I know. <laughs> not not just chef. She's she sucks. <laughs> I mean, she does. That <laughs> was, was just funny. Okay, mediocre chef Amanda Shelton, played by Sarah Michelle Gellar, is having trouble attracting customers to her family's restaurant. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, she's mediocre. While shopping for ingredients, she is given a magical crab by a mysterious Gene O'Reilly. Afterward, Amanda's dishes suddenly become excellent, inducing strong emotional reactions in everyone who eats them. Tom Bartlett, who is preparing to open his own eatery, tries her cooking and falls in love. There's a magic crab. Crab. Yes. Crab. Crab. Not like knife no crab spoon no a crab all right i
0: mean this movie's so good okay i used to have this on vhs all right and i've watched this movie so many times this was like peak sarah
1: michelle geller
0: time i was just gonna
1: say when was this movie made if you had it on vhs
0: it's old okay it's like it's like i swear i'm gonna look it up LOL I just up. I opened my phone and it said the Hallmark channel was live on Instagram and now
1: I'm just laughing about it. Feeling like called out. They're like we heard you. <laughs> we heard you say too many titles. Oh my god, probably. Um I mean, going off this oh. description alone, I would watch it.
0: 1999.
1: Oh my god. Wow. This is like peak Buffy Buffy time. No kidding. Yeah. I would definitely then I would I mean, I would watch it regardless of when you know Sarah Michelle Gellar was in this but um the fact that she's in it like makes it 100% I want to see this
0: Patricia Clarkson is also in this movie Oh
1: I love her I mm-hmm. love her sorry
0: And Amanda <laughs> Peet is also in this film Ooh very good Oh it is so good highly recommend Oh my god
1: I, I was, love Patricia Clarkson so much. I
0: was so excited when Morgan sent this in because I was like, the magical crab. <laughs> I love it. so. Oh. Okay. Next one is from me. This is my legitimately my favorite Lifetime movie of all time. It's called Mother Knows Best.
1: Okay. Okay. All right.
0: Determined to see her daughter marry well, a mother answers an upmarket dating agency advertisement the classifieds the dating classifieds yeah. in the newspaper mm-hmm. in her daughter's name however the daughter has other ideas and marries a lowly mechanic a move which inc in incenses her mother into murder what <laughs> okay so this the- this had me girl let's kill yeah. that <laughs> Okay, so the mom, the mom takes out, like, a dating ad, right? In the, like, woman-seeking man ad in the newspaper because it's the 90s. Upscale dating ad. No, it's the newspaper, okay? And it gets answered by this guy who she thinks owns a a fleet of car dealerships. Uh Uh-huh. He doesn't. He owns a, um like... He owns a, uh, an auto shop. Like, he's yeah. the owner of a... He's, like, a mechanic, but he owns the shop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Her daughter falls in love with him. They get married, have a child, and then the mom tries to have him bumped off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Okay. Straight right. up murder for hire. And, you know, she, she tries to get to, like, hire... It's, like, she does... She pulls the most, like, just inappropriate upper class white lady thing and like asks the guy who's cleaning her carpets if she if he knows anybody oh no who's willing to kill somebody for money
1: oh my god
0: yeah it's so bad but like this movie (sighs) it is a chef kiss of a
1: film amazing 100% down for this. Yes. Okay. (laughs) We still have so many to get through. I know. Sugar and Spice. I'm assuming this was you, right? Yes, ma'am. All right. When Jack, James Marsden, all right. Yes. And Diane find themselves in an unexpected adult situation. What's the unexpected adult situation?
0: Uh, Teen pregnancy.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Uh, The A squad comes to their rescue. In order to help their friend Diane, the A-Squad goes where no cheerleader has gone before, taking on a little after-school project known as bank robbery. (laughs) But the A-Squad does things their way, with sugar and spice, forever changing their friendship, their future, and the nation's notion of teen spirit.
0: I can't believe you haven't seen this. I
1: have not even heard of this oh my god Who's it's, in this besides it's, james marston
0: it's like if you look at the cast you're gonna recognize like a bunch of people
1: oh my god okay 100 so want to watch this
0: this is like legitimately like on the list of like favorite movies that my sister in love my sister and i love so sugar and spice um jawbreaker and the um beauty pageant one with Kristen dunst
1: Drop Dead Gorgeous.
0: Yes. Where she's got the, like, like, you'll catch us in your mouth and I'll give you a prize.
1: (laughs) The accent. She's
0: Amber Atkins from Mount Rose, Minnesota. That's where my, like, fake, non-existent Minnesota accent (laughs) comes from. But yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen Sugar and Spice. Cheerleaders that rob a bank for a woman who's pregnant.
1: I'm so... I'm so mad. I just love the unexpected adult situation. Whoever wrote this deserves all the awards. This made me laugh so hard. It's so good. All right. It's your next one.
0: Okay. Um, now we move into the fun ones pro- sent to us by, Um. I mean, all of these have been fun, but like more movies that I just want to watch based on the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was sent to us on Twitter by Angela. It is a Christmas movie. Christmas. I thought this title was joke. It is not. So Eve is a Christmas movie fanatic and dreams of having a movie perfect Christmas with a movie perfect boyfriend.
1: Don't we all?
0: On Christmas Eve, when Eve, there's too many Eves in this. On Christmas Eve, when Eve and her cynical sister Lacey make wishes to Santa, they wake up in Christmastown and find themselves trapped (laughs) inside a Christmas movie where they are the stars. Oh God, meta! <laughs> this sounds so this is so meta, Oh my God. But things start to go wrong, and Eve's knowledge of all things Christmas movie fails to fix things. Even Lacey tried to find a way out of the picture perfect Christmas and back to reality.
1: Oh my God Oh,, oh. that sounds like a winner for sure.
0: Oh, s- <laughs> definitely. When Christmas rolls around, we watch in this movie we're we're bringing this list back up. <laughs> it's going to happen. Oh my god. Thank you for sending that to us. Thank you. Yes.
1: Oh and the next one also comes from Angela on Twitter and it's showmance or sorry, snowmance. Were you trying to say Shonu? Like this is no. not monster x. <laughs> showmance showmance is a thing. It's like <laughs> it's when people <laughs> in a theater show have a romance. I got anyway. you. I got you. I'm so sorry snowmance uh each year sarah builds her snowbow snowman with her best friend nick after another breakup she begins to wonder if she'll ever find true love on of her own a little christmas magic brings her snowbow to life oh man i love these movies where they're like i'm never gonna find love and they're like (laughs) thirty. Or, like, or, sorry, like, 25. And they're like, it's not happening. I'm never going to find it. But 100%, I, I, I dig this. It's like Jack Frost, but, like, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. I love that movie. Although, oh, my that, God. Although, is that backwards? Is it the opposite of Jack Frost?
0: It is. It might. Well, I mean, that was the dad. And then, then in this one, it's, it's. Her snowbo, which I freaking, snowbow. I die when I was. That was the what words jumped out at me when I was pulling the plot because it wasn't really good on on Wikipedia. So I looked it up on, uh, Up TV or somewhere else or wherever I got this thing from, and it's like snowbo, and I was like, ooh, ooh, this is ooh. a winner.
1: <laughs> I I'd be curious if it was just the person who wrote that description or if they actually used the term snowbo in the movie.
0: I. I am destined to find out.
1: Yes. True. I know that.
0: Okay. Also, from Angela um, on Twitter, we got Christmas Perfection. Um, as a kid, Darcy had no control over her family's holidays and thus has grown up as a Christmas control freak. Of course. Yes. So much so that she loses sight of what the holidays actually mean. Suddenly, she finds herself magically transported into her idea of the perfect Christmas village and learns that perfection isn't all it's cracked up to be. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs> How do people come up with these things?
0: I. They're like, all right, so we got a Christmas movie, and we got a girl who's either down on her luck, she's a journalist, a cook, a fashion designer, <laughs> <laughs> or obsessed with Christmas and now we're going to put her in a Christmas village where she what she thinks is perfect isn't perfect and they're like yes let's make this.
1: Oh, 100% the the main character either has to be obsessed with Christmas or hates Christmas. There cannot be anywhere in between. They have yes. to yeah, they have to either be obsessed and have to have their you know themselves taken down a notch or they like hate it absolutely and then they have to like eventually fall in love with it
0: truth there are so many movies like that
1: so true (laughs) all right um this one comes from sarah in print on twitter uh she's one of people i follow i think uh she put in holly star which I've never heard of Uh, a cash strapped puppeteer returns home for the holidays and gets caught up in a treasure hunt with her paintball obsessed best friend, her tango dancing grandmother and a childhood sweetheart. What? (laughs) I was like her paintball obsessed best friend. How does this come into the plot? (laughs) I need to know.
0: How about her tango dancing grandmother? (laughs)
1: I don't know. I, apparently there's nothing else to describe these people with except their hobbies.
0: But this person is a she, she has a different job. She's a cash-strapped puppeteer.
1: Oh my god. It's but it's but it's just quirky enough that it works. That's what. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. I mean, it's I'm ju- as, I'm assuming that's her job. That is her job. Yeah, it is her job. Yeah. Random.
1: I feel like when they stray from the, like, usual four, it's it has to be because it's, like, slightly quirky. Oh, my God. Or it's, like, just, like, s- adjacent, you know?
0: <laughs> A Christmas Prince. What's her quirk? Oh, she only ever wears Converse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. No. no. All right. So, now we're getting into the ones that Summer sent us, which I love. All right. Yes. Here we go. Some of these are really long, so I'm going to try to read through these and not muddle it up since I haven't read it before. righty. right. All right. Second chances. I'm here for this.
1: Yes. Yeah, same.
0: Jenny McLean is a single mom working as a 911 call center, struggling at a 911 call center. See, I'm already messing it up. Struggling to make ends meet and raise her two kids, Elsie and Luke. Because the kid's names matter in this plot mm-hmm. description. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although still reeling from her divorce, Jenny can't help but flirt when she when she gets emergency calls from Jeff, a local firefighter. She nicknames names "Cowboy" for his <laughs> handsome <laughs> voice. <laughs> oh God. But when she gets a call that Jeff has been hurt in a fire, she's determined to finally meet him face-to-face with a broken leg and strict doctor's orders not to walk on it or climb any stairs. Jeff needs a first-floor apartment where he can recover. Gee, I wonder whose apartment that is. Oh, I wonder. (laughs) At the same time, Jenny is looking to rent out her guest room for extra income.
1: Oh, what a coincidence. (laughs)
0: Brought together by the unusual circumstances, Jeff soon moves in and becomes part of the family, and Jenny is reluctantly falling for him. She nicknamed him Cowboy, and now she's reluctant to fall for him? I'm already angry at the plot of this film. Yeah, how dare you? After learning from Jeff's firefighter friend, Buddy, (laughs) how Jeff's father died as a fireman in the line of duty, Jenny is reminded of how dangerous his job is, and has to decide if her family can take a risk to let love in again.
1: Oh my god. Wow. I need to see this movie. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh man. Oh my god. Yeah, definitely sold. Alright. Next one I have seen, and I think you definitely need to see. It's called Holiday in Handcuffs. Uh... Would-be painter Gertrude Trudy Chandler, Trudy is the nickname, uh, loses her waitress job and boyfriend Nick on Christmas Eve, her only shot not to feel like her family's black sheep. To replace the ideal son-in-law with even hunkier dream prince David Martin,
0: she kidnaps
1: him. (laughs) Huh? (laughs)
0: Nothing keeps going.
1: (laughs) She kidnaps him at gunpoint to attend the family holidays in a secluded, luxurious log cabin. (laughs) Crazy (laughs) lies prevent David from convincing the Chandler family he's not Nick and from escaping. After finally passing a rescue call to his spoiled fiancé, David decides to play the perfect catch to make her undoing worse. Before the police rescue him, he and the family realize they adore each other. The others all prove imperfect. And David and Trudy reassess their relationship after getting to know each other. What? (laughs) And this stars Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is insane. But, like, I loved it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, she's just like, "Oh, sorry. Um, I need to kidnap you because I need, I need you because like I just can't." <laughs> what? And, and yet, somehow, by the end, they fall for each other. And I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> so many issues with the movie for oh sure. Oh, My God, it yeah. is super problematic.
0: But now I need to see this. I've seen. This I was gonna come say. <laughs> <laughs> Come up a few times, like in the past, but I just never got around to watching it. Yes, oh my it's an
1: ABC Family movie God. or whatever they call it, Freeform or
0: Freeform. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, I I highly recommend watching it, but like, just understand it's definitely got its issues.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm here for it. I I can watch <laughs> weird movies like that. <clears throat> just watched one recently, which was basically the same plot, but like. A lot more sex. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's a weird movie. Don't ask questions, anybody.
1: No. No comment.
0: <laughs> okay. Next is a royal Christmas, which is already mixing my two favorite things, which is royalty and Christmas. Yes. <laughs> All right. Prince Leopold, heir of Queen Isadora of Cardinia, because any fake country that has royalty always ends in a Enia. Like yes. Genovia, right?
1: Absolutely. Enjoyed studying Cordovia. Sorry. Cordovia. <laughs> Oh, God.
0: Okay. Um, (laughs) Enjoyed studying incognito in Philadelphia and shocks her mother by bringing home a lasting souvenir. Yankee seamstress. Of course, she's a seamstress. And would-be designer Emily Taylor, to whom he proposed just before unveiling his royal identity. Is this the prince in me, but, like, not good? (laughs) Anyways, Isadora is hell bent on chasing the commoner intruder and marrying Leo off to a an eager, overconfident aristocratic young, youth friend, Natasha,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Duchess of Warren. I'm sorry, I'm just like adding, adding voices and accents in places they don't need to be or do. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Leopold, the devoted palace. I'm can what.
1: Leopold, the devoted palace, palace butler. butler.
0: Victor and oh. his staff. Okay, I was like, wait, he's the prince. I don't understand. I got it. Yes. Leopold, comma, then the devoted palace butler Victor and his staff are rather p- pleased with Emily and her fast progress in society manners. But Isadora won't give up until uh, she breaks Leopold's heart. Good so- God.
1: So so much dramatics. Yes, I love it.
0: Yankee seamstress and would be designer. <laughs> he got me. Check check. <laughs> His name is
1: Leopold. A check. Yes. Oh, Jane my. Seymour's in this. Check check.
0: <laughs> I hope she's playing Isadora because that would make me so happy. Definitely. I love Jane Seymour. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman is legitimately one of my favorite TV shows of all time that I
1: share with my mother. Yes. All right. All right. Next one. Growing the big one. Radio DJ Emma Silver leads a chic city life in Seattle. Of course she does. Until she finds out her beloved grandfather has died. Traveling to his farm in quaint Valleyville, Washington, to take care of the details, she is stunned to learn her grandfather has left her his farm, along with a sizable amount of debt. To keep the bank from foreclosing, Emma must find a way to raise the money, or face seeing her grandfather's precious land end up as a parking lot. Following her grandfather's farmed, or sorry, famed legacy, Emma decides to enter Valleyville's annual pumpkin growing contest with his pri- prized seeds and grow the world's biggest gourd. If she can win the grand prize of fifty thousand dollars, she can save the farm. With the help of her neighbor, Seth, Emma takes on the challenge, but the two end up cultivating something much more evergreen. Oh, God. (laughs) Starring Shannon Doherty and Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith? I think so. Oh, wow. So I told you before we went on the podcast, because I just saw the title and who was in it. I'm pretty sure I've walked in the room when this movie was on. But I've not seen the movie.
0: <laughs> I just, like, we went through and we're, like, uh, picking ones, like we mentioned, like, just based on the title or, like, the first sentence. Because I was like, radio DJ leads a chic life. And I'm like, oh, and the grandfather dies? We're definitely picking this one. <laughs> Adds
1: to the list. <laughs>
0: Because that's what, how it always happens, right? So if it's not like going to some foreign land with some prince or something, it's always acquiring some
1: dead relative's land that they need to save. Or like, or, like a city girl going back to her hometown. Or, yes. <laughs> or to a quaint like small town or a quaint village.
0: Always falling for the neighbor because that's required. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All right. <clears throat> Love on the sideline laurel laurel welk is an out of work aspiring fashion designer big surprise (laughs) sorry who lands a job as a professional assistant to superstar quarterback danny holland yes get it quarterback football sidelines sidelines i made that connection football anyways (laughs) holland's been (laughs) sidelined With an injury, and the last thing he wants is a female assistant, particularly one who knows nothing about football. Oh, all right, (laughs) just rolled my eyes. I think if I was wearing contacts, they would have fallen out like whatever. Okay, but the two opposites strike a bargain and agree to work together on trial basis, of course. While Laurel struggles to master her job, knowing she's in way over her head, Danny struggles to maintain his star image, even though he's concerned his injury might impact his career. Things get even more complicated when employer and employees start to notice there's more to the other than meets the eye. Oh, man. I like that there's like a dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And what they find is love on the sidelines.
1: Oh, beautiful. Good job, Hallmark. What is it? Hallmark Hallmarkchannel.com. Thank you for... It's beautiful. Snaps
0: to you because straight up, I love it. it's like out of work aspiring fashion designer. It's like, oh, of course she is. Yeah, of course she is.
1: Oh, all right. Next one. A Stranger's Heart. Callie Morgan, a workaholic magazine editor, <laughs> who, pri- <laughs> sorry, <laughs>
0: journalist.
1: <laughs> I just love that we like crack up at these jobs. Okay, <clears throat> who prides herself on having no emotional attachments in her life, of course, <laughs> changes practically overnight when she undergoes a life-saving heart transplant operation. Not only does Callie find herself strangely drawn to a young girl who happens to be the heart donor's orphan daughter, but she also finds unlikely romance with another patient who also recently received a new heart. She soon discovers that the man, named Jasper Cates, received the heart from her donor's husband. Starring Samantha Mathis and Peter Dobson. Wow, this is like Return to Me, but like with a couple of different twists. I love it.
0: <laughs> okay, straight up. That was like I thought of two movies, two things when I said when I heard when I when you were reading this. Return to me definitely right there also yeah. love that movie so Loved much movie. so yes. good and then there was a k-drama that i watched too that also had the same plot where Ooh. like the girl's boyfriend who is a cop ends up getting killed and his heart gets transplanted into the uh cold-hearted uptight ceo guy mm-hmm. right and he ends up like having this like like he just gets drawn to the like female main character right like Mm -hmm. completely drawn to her and he like starts to like candy just like the boyfriend did Mm -hmm. and like they end up falling in love so what's this called i need to add it to my list (laughs) i'll find it for you it's on netflix i'll find it for you it's a good one that was good oh my god definitely need to see that okay hearts of spring This got me in the first four words. A famous mom blogger. Check, adds to list. (laughs) Finds herself being attacked by a reader who has conflicting advice. While she deals with him online, offline, she finally meets a great single dad and sparks start to fly. I think I've seen this.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: Okay. When she finds out that they are, in fact, the same person, her whole world gets turned upside down. I swear to God, I've seen this movie.
1: (laughs) I don't... It's... It sounds interesting, for sure.
0: Okay. I think I've seen this, or one similar because you know the plots are like the same between movies so i could have seen like she's like a journalist who gets who gets bad remarks from somebody or she's like a wedding planner journalist person (laughs) 100
1: percent, though i love this like type of trope it's a very very specific type where it's like the love hate thing Mm -hmm. but it's specifically that she hates one version that she sees of this person and loves another version it's Mm -hmm. like the whole like lois lane superman clark kent thing where she like you know what i mean where she like really likes one but doesn't really like the other even though they're the same person
0: (laughs) oh my gosh i'm here for it i swear i've seen this movie but i may have seen something similar it's possible it's possible for sure. Ooh, this is working out perfect because I really wanted to read the last <laughs> one and I get to read it.
1: Okay. The penultimate one. Yes, <clears throat> Catch a Christmas star. Nikki Crandon is one of the biggest pop stars on the planet. <laughs> of course That's she what is. sold us for sure. <laughs> that is what sold us. Okay. Whether she's singing the national anthem or promoting her latest album, everyone knows who she is. None more so than New Jersey high school basketball coach and widower Chris Mitchell, who was Nikki's first love in high school. Of course he is. When Chris's 10-year-old daughter Sophie finds out her dad still has feelings for the singer, she takes matters into her own hands. Of course she does.
0: What is this, the parent trap? But, like, like they're not related?
1: But, like, that's such a Hallmark movie trope where, like, the kid takes it, like takes things into their own hands. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Definitely. With her eight-year-old brother Jackson in tow, Sophie succeeds in reuniting the two. But when a misunderstanding and the growing glare of the public spotlight threaten Chris and Nikki's happiness, one can only wonder, will fame get in the way of a Merry Christmas? Yeah, no. (laughs) No, it will not. Absolutely not. Uh, Starring Shannon Elizabeth and Steve Byers.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I'm sold on that. Man, you know what we're going to have to do? Before you read the last one, we're going to have to put a list of all of these in our show notes. Yes. So that people can, like, go go back and get these.
0: Um, we're also going to have to, like, go back and, like, rewatch these later. Especially, like, all the Christmas ones around Christmas time oh, yeah. because it's happening. Definitely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. And the last one, which sold me solely based on the title, okay? Mm-hmm. It's called... You're baking me crazy. Like, bacon.
1: (laughs) You're baking me crazy. (laughs) And not baking as in making, like, desserts. It's bacon as in, like, the meat. The meat. Bacon. Mm -hmm. Breakfast
0: food. All right. Cleo... Is a spunky young chef of a with a popular food truck. We can add that one to the list too. Of like mm-hmm. jobs to so like journalist, a spunky chef. young chef of a popular food truck. Oh, chef is always on there too because we also oh, have yeah. the chef. The chef one.
1: Chef slash baker. We need to make a whole chart. Like, oh my gosh,
0: yeah, wouldn't that be a trip? Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. okay. With the help of her niece Tessa, Chloe's handcrafted Italian sandwiches have become a favorite of the bustling and competitive Portland food scene. Yeah, all right, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Um, but when Gabe, the handsome (laughs) chef of a (laughs) rival, (laughs) <laughs> food truck called the bacon wagon of course it is parks across the street Chloe's goal to win a local food truck competition Turns <laughs> takes a spicy turn <laughs> so ooh <sorry>. spicy spicy <laughs> with Gabe's help and her family's encouragement uh, <laughs> Cleo comes to learn that she's not going to win if she doesn't push herself D- duh duh that's right. Um, as she comes to realize that owning her own restaurant is what she wants most, she also begins to understand that her food isn't the only thing that could use some TLC. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Ooh, beautiful. The only way Cle- Cleo can have everything she wants is if she adds the most important ingredient to both her cooking and her life, and that's love <laughs> starring Ooh. Natalie Hall and Michael Randy. Ooh. Wow. I'm like I'm like sweating. That was Same. so funny. It's also hot in my room, but also It's
1: also super hot in mine as well. Yeah, that that was a perfect one to end on. <laughs> oh man. Oh. <sighs> wow. That was beautiful. Thank you so much to every single person that submitted a movie. This was fantastic. Our food isn't the only thing they could use some TLC. I'm dying. Ooh, I think that, one, that line takes the cake for Oh, us. my
0: goodness. It really does. This was so much fun. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Summer, for suggesting this. Thank you to everybody who submitted a title of a film so that we could have this laugh. Like,
1: yeah, have this laugh, have a ton of new movies to go watch.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. This was so great.
1: (laughs) Please let us know if you ever want us to do this again. Send us your movies. We'll start a list. Oh, Oh my my God. God.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And they can be anything. They can be Hallmark. They can be Lifetime. They can be just movies that you love that are not any of those types of films, because obviously, like, we found ourselves cracking up at the other kind, too. Oh, no,
1: 100%. As long as it has, like, a pretty good, like, plot synopsis, it could really be any movie.
0: Oh, my God. I was dying when you were like, sugar and spice sounds ridiculous. Oh, it is.
1: It is. Oh, oh, it is.
0: <laughs> you have to watch Simple Irresistible for the magic crap, though. Straight Oh, up.
1: yes. Oh definitely.
0: All right. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of Tea Time. The show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at KC, or you can reach out to us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash KC. If you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server. Invite links for those will be in our show notes, and you can also email us at teawithkasey at gmail.com.
1: Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, basically every other podcast app. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the geek to geek Media Network by visiting geek2geekmedia.com. The Twitch stream subscription links for Capsule J and Troidal Power will be included in our show notes.
0: And until next time, bye! bye.
1: Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.